This is a bonus episode of the A2 Schools podcast featuring a recent event in the Ann Arbor Public Schools.
students and staff of Amara Public Schools. My name is Brianna Powell, and I'm a senior at Pioneer High School. And I'm Alex Karsh, a sophomore class of 2025 at Pioneer High School. The song you have been listening to is the Black National Anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing, written by Mr. James Weldon Johnson and composed by his brother, Mr. John Rosamond Johnson. It is customary for people to stand when it is being played. We would like to welcome you to the 2023 annual Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. District-wide assembly. We are here to celebrate and commemorate the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King Jr. was born on January 15, 1929. He was an American Baptist minister and activist, and he was also one of the most prominent leaders in the civil rights movement from 1955 until his assassination on April 4, 1968. Dr. King devoted his life to advancing equality, social justice, and opportunity for all. Dr. King's commitment to facilitate legal, educational, and societal changes are working towards the elimination of injustice and racism remains one of the most critical contributions to our nation. Through his legacy, we are all challenged to uphold these values and become better versions of ourselves and our communities. The following video will document why the theme, why we can't wait, is still relevant to young people today. America faces a reckoning. People are demanding their voices be heard, calling for a path to economic and racial justice. Now is the time for a new deal that paves the way for a better future. This is why we can't wait. Before this pandemic began in March, 2020, young people, especially young people of color, face an uphill climb to economic stability. We're jobs. The questions are easy, but cutting through the noise and getting noticed, that's tough. From 2016 to 2020, America's unemployment and poverty dropped overall, but the rate of unemployment for young people was almost double. So was the poverty level for most young adults of color. Consider this, in 2018, nearly three quarters of young parents earn less than $43,000 per year. It's hard to support families on that, and the cycle of poverty moves from generation to generation. Young people often hold lower paying jobs. They are the hourly workers at restaurants and stores, and when the pandemic hit, those businesses were among the first to be shut down. To help, the federal government passed the CARES Act, which provided stimulus checks and enhanced unemployment benefits. But 90% of young people who lost their jobs could not take advantage of this relief because it wasn't set up with them in mind. Stress and instability take a steep toll. And when they do, young people have a difficult time finding mental health resources. In 2016, well before the pandemic, three quarters of a million young people in America said they needed mental health help, but they couldn't get it. Two years later, that number rose to more than one million people. Today, 60 to 80% of young people report symptoms of depression. The numbers are particularly high and alarming for Asian American young people. Adding to their struggles, many young people don't have health insurance. In 2018, more than 14% did not. That is almost double the national average. So many barriers stand in the way of healing. Discrimination, income inequality, and underfunded services and programs are just a few obstacles that keep people from getting healthy. This pandemic has blown open the brutal disparity between who policymakers are helping and who they're not. Young people are often left out 
with very few resources specifically for them. Many communities know the sound of sirens all too well. Police unfairly stop too many young black men and arrest too many black young women in their communities. Similarly, young black and brown men die at the hands of law enforcement more often than white men. Schools are frequently seen as safe havens, but sometimes they're where the problem starts. Consider these facts. Native or Pacific Islander children are arrested at school at more than two times the rate for white children. That rate goes up even higher for black students. The trauma law enforcement violence causes in communities of color, the trauma families go through after losing loved ones cannot be ignored or overstated. We cannot sit by and allow families of color to feel unsafe in their own communities. For far too long, we have invested in institutions that don't help our young people or communities be safe. For example, federal funding for workforce training services fell from $24 billion in the 1970s to just $5 billion today. But at the same time, state funding for corrections soared and police budgets jumped astronomically. Imagine how different our nation would be if we invested the same amount of time and money in infrastructure and policies that build up our communities. Our future depends on investing in this generation to finally achieve the goals of racial and economic justice. It's time for a deal where young people design the policies and guide the decision-making. A deal that builds systems for well-being, healing, and safety. A deal that recognizes and celebrates the fact that today's young people are the most racially and ethnically diverse group in our history. It's time for a new deal for youth. This is why we can't wait. Thank you for that welcoming, Pioneer High School. Hello, AAPS. I'm Skyline High School student Isaac Mack here today to discuss the agenda overview. First, this year's theme of why we can't wait will be introduced by Huron High School. Next, Today's guest speaker, Dr. Debbie Covington's details will be presented by Community High School. Following AAPS's student perspectives titled, I Am Why We Can't Wait, will be opened by Pioneer High School. And finally, upcoming MLK community events will be elaborated upon by Pathways to Success. I would now like to pass it over to Huron High School. Thank you, Skyline. My name is Jamie. I'm a junior at Huron. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're going to tell you a little background about this year's MLK theme, Why We Can't Wait. In April of 1963, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King was a political prisoner in Alabama. He had been arrested and jailed again for protesting against racial segregation. From his jail cell, Dr. King responded with his most powerful weapon, words and ideas. His response was a call for racial justice and equality. Dr. King wrote his response on scraps of paper and on the edges of newspaper smuggled into his cell. On those little scraps of paper, Dr. King wrote one of the most powerful letters ever written, letter from a Birmingham jail. The letters distributed to media published in newspapers and magazines. The letter was also a cornerstone 
with Dr. King's 1964 book, Why We Can't Wait. Why We Can't Wait describes a black revolution in America and the reason for the revolution. Those reasons included frustration with the slow pace of school integration after the Brown v. Board of Education decision, the lack of support from the Kennedy administration on voting rights for black people living in the South, the fact that 100 years after the Emancipation Proclamation, black people still had only nominal rights and privileges spelled out in the US Constitution. Martin Luther King Jr was as vocal about union power as he was about racial injustice. Labor union leaders helped to advocate for paid federal holiday to honor Dr. King's work. The bill to create a paid federal holiday was first introduced by John Conyers of Michigan and Ted Kennedy of Massachusetts. The bill was signed into law in 1983 by President Ronald Reagan. In 1994, President Bill Clinton signed a bill that challenges Americans to transform the King holiday to day of citizen action and volunteer service in honor of Dr. King. This Monday is that day of action and service. Thank you. At this time, we are passing things over to Community High School to introduce this year's guest speaker. Thank you, Hiran. My name is Bella Stevens. I'm a senior at Community High School, and today I'm going to introduce someone who has been significant to our community. Dr. Debbie Covington is the Director of Strategic Partnerships and Equity Initiatives at the University of Michigan's College of Engineering. She had earned her Master's of Social Work from the University of Michigan, and she further went on to earn her Master's of Art in Theology, as well as her Doctorate in Ministry from Ashland University. Dr. Covington has a passion for helping others and is committed to social justice work. She is the chair of the African American Cultural and Historical Museum and does a host of community service work in Washtenaw County. She truly is a staple in Washtenaw County and a proud product of Ann Arbor Public Schools. She went to Jones Elementary, which is now Community High School, Dickon Elementary, Slauson, and graduated from Huron High School. We are delighted to have her as our guest speaker today for our Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. webinar. Please welcome Dr. Debbie Covington. Good morning. I'm Dr. Debbie Mitchell Covington, and I'm a proud river rat. Thank you to the MLK organizers across the Ann Arbor Public School District for inviting me to speak on the topic, Why We Can't Wait. Dr. King was a champion for justice. In his book, Why We Can't Wait, Dr. King describes the strategic and methodic way he and his followers chose nonviolent protests over aggression. Dr. King had many radical thoughts and ideas. He was not patient with the second-class citizenship status of Black Americans. On several occasions, he talked about the fierce urgency of now. His thoughts and actions were revolutionary. When we study King, we will find a man quite different from the person America has come to revere. I encourage you to read or watch his speeches and reflect on the theme, why we can't wait. Dr. King lived his life with urgency because he didn't want us to fight the same battles in 2023 he fought in 1963, the year he wrote the book, Why We Can't Wait. For King, 
the foundation of the movement was brotherly love. He believed that love would win over hate. Today, our challenge is to choose love over hate. We can't wait for someone else to start loving those who are different, those whose skin is darker than ours, those who are not from this country, those who don't look like us, and those who don't speak like us. Today, we must decide that we can't wait to choose love over hate. In 1999, when reflecting on Dr. King's life and legacy, I wrote a poem in response to this great message of love. I will close my speech with that poem and a request in honor of Dr. Martin Luther King, let love drive us. Let love drive us. Let the goodness in our hearts reign. Let hope drive us, let peace drive us, let determination be undaunted. When we look into a face, let potential preach to us rather than problems. Let love drive us. Look into those eyes, bright with curiosity. Answer the questions they earnestly call out. Call upon the highest parts of ourselves Break through discouragement, past failures, rejection, disappointment, other people's opinion. Look into those eyes filled with hurt, longing for affirmation, needing to hear you're lovable, you're teachable, you are worth the investment. You can excel. You are equal to every other person. Let love drive us. Dig deep stretch beyond ourselves, give beyond what we thought was possible, believe more than we ever had. Call upon that glimmer of hope. Call upon all that is right. Call upon all that is pure. Call upon all that is of a good report. Call upon all that is compassionate. Call upon love. And then let love drive us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Covington, for sharing your message with us today. Your engagement and contribution to our community has been incredibly impactful in our community for our community. I'm now going to send it over to Pioneer High School. We will now feature a video segment from our AAPS peers as they share why we can't wait. I'm Amira. I'm a sophomore at Scattered High School, and I'm why we can't wait. We are why we can't wait. Hi, my name is Nyla Allen, and I'm an 11th grader, and I go to Huron High School. And I am why we can't wait! I'm Alondra, and I'm a 10th grader at Pathways. I'm Sergio, and I'm a 9th grader at Pathways. And, and we, we are why we can't wait. Hello, everyone. I'm Amani. I'm a 10th grader at Community High School, and I am why we can't wait. My name is Raina Hilliard. I'm a junior at Skyline High School. Y yo soy porque no podemos esperar. We are happy success. We are why we cannot wait. Hi, my name is Miriam Insane, and I'm a junior at Ann Arbor Pioneer High School. And I would devote every day of my life fighting against hate and bigotry no matter what it takes. This can only be done by creating an environment where inequalities and struggles can be heard and listened to. What makes us different does not have to divide us. None of us alone can save the world or nation, but each of us can put our best foot forward. 
to make a difference and commit ourselves to do so. Cornell West. I am why we can't wait. My name is Elle McCready. And I'm Jacqueline Boynton. We're 10th graders. At Community High School. And, and we, we are, are why we can't wait. Hi, my name is Mohamed Farha. I'm a senior right here on high school, and this is why we, we can't, can't wait. wait. Hello, my name is Denise Ress. I'm a sophomore at Pioneer High School. We need to come together. I'm the reason why we can't wait. My name is Ethan McAmel. I'm a junior at Skyline High School, and I am why we can't wait. Hi, I'm Macquarie Moore. I'm in 10th grade. I go to Heron High School. And I am why we can't wait. Hi, my name is Tavian Hines. I'm a sophomore from Skyline High School, and I am why we can't wait. Hi, I'm Dathan. I'm a junior at Pathways. I'm the reason we can't wait because our peers are tired and hurting and we need to be better to each other, for each other, so that we can have an amazing 2023. Hello, I'm Lane Metz, and I'm a sophomore at Huron High School. Hi, I'm Melinda May, and I'm a junior at Huron High School. We, we are, are why we, we can't, can't wait, wait because the power to shape our future is in our hands. Hi, my name is Donovan Green. I go to Skyline High School. I'm in the I'm in the 11th grade and I am why we can't wait. Hi, I'm Cole Peroff. I'm a 12th grader and I go to community high school. Uh, I'm Slavi, I'm a 10th grader and I go to community high school as well. And we are why we, we can't wait. wait. Hi, my name is Brianna. I'm a senior and I go to Pioneer High School. And I am why we can't wait. I'm Selena. And I'm Tania. And, and we're, we're the, the reason, reason we can't, can't wait. Because I have a voice. And I have a voice. Hello, my name is Michael Henson, and I'm a 10th grader at Pathways. This is one piece of digital artwork for this year's annual MLK Symposium at the University of Michigan. This artist wanted to call up on the fighting spirit that is a part of everyday struggle for freedom and equality. This year's symposium theme focuses on the evolution of Dr. King and the tension between evolution and revolution. It points to the ways Dr. King might have evolved to support justice movements for women in LGBTQ that were not well supported during his era. It also points at how the fight for justice changed itself over time. Hello, my name is Ramaya Brown. I'm a ninth grader at Pathways. There are a lot of learning and community service events in Ann Arbor and the Detroit area. One event that seems interesting is the U of M African American Project. This workshop looks at racism and the struggles for inclusion in Washington County. One event I'm thinking of attending is the power of restorative justice. The lecture focuses on how restorative justice strategies can be used in schools, prisons, and even between countries in conflict. Keep in mind that there are some events in person and require registration and others are on Zoom. Please check the Billy and the web for more information. Some of your peers have shared why they can't wait for equality and justice. Now is your turn. Use the QR code and share why you cannot wait and have your name enter into a raffle. Now back to Skyline. Thank you everyone for tuning in to our webinar today. And before we depart, special thanks to go to AAPS Student Voices, Dr. Debbie Covington, AAPS MLK Celebration District-wide committee members, Ann Arbor Schools teachers and staff, Ann Arbor Schools students and families, AAPS School Board Trustees, Dr. Janice Kerr-Swift, our beloved superintendent, Andrew Cluley, our video productionist, and Jazz Parks, the assistant superintendent. And also, 
before we depart today, I would like to end off this webinar with a quote from the man himself, Dr. Martin Luther King. Change does not roll in on the wheels of inevitability, but comes through continuous struggle. And this AAPS is why we cannot wait. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode of the A2 Schools podcast featuring a recent event in the Ann Arbor Public Schools. Please subscribe to our podcast to hear Superintendent Swift talk about important AAPS issues and more. You can find out more about AAPS at a2schools.org.